Hey founders, here's a catch 22. You want to attract and more importantly, retain top talent. But as a startup, you probably don't have the funds to pay competitive, let alone top dollar for those employees. So what can you do to try to hold on to them? Well, fortunately, there's a lot of things that you can do that employees will value as much or more than money within reason. So today I wanna to share with you six highly effective motivators and rewards for employees. And at the end, I'll share my favorite, which I found to be disproportionately impactful. Welcome to Feel the Boot, the science of startups. I'm your host, Lance Cottrell, and I'm here to help you along that difficult journey of building your startup and climbing that vertical learning curve that you're going to encounter as part of that process. This episode is part of a whole series on running your business. And you can see the rest of this content over at feeltheboot.com. I'll put a link down in the description. All of these episodes are available as podcasts, so you can get them on the road, as well as as articles, both of which you can find at feeltheboot.com. Salary is good, but there are other things that you can do that employees will value more than money. Within reason, we all have an addiction to food, shelter, and clothing. And I'm not talking about other kinds of economic incentives either, since those all eventually come down to money. These are all non-economic motivators that you can do to get the best talent on board and more importantly, keep them. A strong vision is critical. People want to work for a company where they feel that what they're doing is important. They're making a positive impact in the world. And frankly, you won't survive the founder's journey if you don't have passion about what you're doing. But the key is to pass that along, to infect the people in your company with your passion. It's a sales job and something you need to be doing on a continuing basis to reinforce the why of what you're doing. But when you can get that right, everyone will want to come along with you. You can give your employees equity. Right? This is an obvious one. You give them options, but a lot of founders get it wrong. They'll hire someone and they just issue them some options. But despite the savvy many people suggest they have, I find many employees don't really understand what they're getting when they get options. And I actually did a whole episode on how to explain it to them. But you need to make sure that they value them, that they understand how that this connects their interests to yours so that not only do they want to help the company because of the vision, they want to help the company because it is in their own best interest and they really understand how those options work and why they will benefit them in the long run. Public recognition can be huge for many employees. Importantly, not all employees. Some people hate public recognition, in which case, don't recognize them publicly. Don't stand them up and humiliate them. But for the ones that do, giving that kind of praise can go a long ways. In meetings, give credit. Always be shining the spotlight on the people in your company, making them look good. And when you're bringing in a new hire, potentially, or you're interviewing someone, let them see that you're giving this kind of positive feedback and approbation on a regular basis. As the company grows, this is a key piece of the culture to build into the system, to teach all of your next level managers to do this, to give that kind of credit, to shine the spotlight, to highlight people's success all the time. 
I love the idea of creating kill flags for my development team. I wanted to have little, little bugs that they could put on their monitor. So anytime someone had solved a particularly sticky problem, really achieved something special, they would get a marker that could go on the side of their monitor and the top developers then would fairly quickly start to have like a World War II bomber. You've got a whole line of these things down the side and it effectively allows them to sort of keep score and have an informal competition with the other people on the team. I think things that make these successes visible on an ongoing basis more than just the moment of congratulations really works very well. Before we move on to the rest of the list, I want to do some mid-roll business. First, of course, I'd like you to like this episode, subscribe to the channel, and ring that bell. It makes a huge difference to the success of the channel, and it ensures that YouTube knows that you want to see more content like this. But, of course, it won't always show you the content that you want to see, so to make sure you get, in fact, alerted every time we release new content, go over to Feel the Boot and subscribe to Bootprints. That's our newsletter. It's extremely low volume. We never sell any information, but it will ensure that you get notified every time I release new episodes. It also gives you access to my advising office hours. So those are free office hours available to anyone on the mailing list. The link is in the newsletter and in the welcome email. And so you can get one-on-one -on -one time to talk about anything related to your startup that you want. Now, if you need larger blocks of time, or because things do tend to fill up, if you need to talk to me sooner, I've just introduced paid office hours. So you can pay for a little bit of time, get there much, much faster. All that information is over at fillthaboot.com. Delegation and employee empowerment lets them know that they really matter to you, that you trust them and trust their judgment. Now this can't just be pretend delegation really give them the authority to make decisions that matter and support them. If they make mistakes, and people will make mistakes, help them understand how to make those decisions better. But make sure that you're always providing them with all of the information that they need to be able to make those decisions. And if they feel uncomfortable with this, they may come with you to the answers. Don't just tell them what to do, help them think through it so that next time they won't necessarily need to come running to you because no one wants to feel like a cog in the machine. And this delegation, in addition to making these people feel like they're really vested in the business and part of making things happen, also takes a huge amount of load off your plate and allows you to have many more minds working on the problem at once, which is a big win. Most people really appreciate your time and attention. When the founder, CEO, senior management takes time to meet with them, it feels good. They feel seen and heard and appreciated and it shows that they're a valued piece of the company. So in the early days, this means you should be having one-on-ones with everyone in the company at least once a week to help understand what their issues are, to see how you can help support them because really most of the job of being a manager is helping other people be successful and achieve things. You may also be coaching them. I encourage everyone to coach all employees all the time, not just when they're having difficulties, right? You can always help them improve their tool set and be more able to move up in the organization. And you need to make sure that you inculcate in the, your managers once you start getting that middle layer of management under you. They need to be meeting with all of their employees every week doing the same sort of thing. And of course, you'll be meeting with them every week. But building this in so that there's a lot of personal attention and feedback and support goes a long ways to making people feel grounded in the organization and not adrift. 
Tailor your rewards to the individual. No one wants to feel like just a generic cog in the machine. People want to be seen for who they are. And this comes no more importantly than with recognitions. So like I said, some people love the spotlight. They want to be called out and given attention. Other people want to be given special projects. So the a time to work on some side project that they think find is particularly interesting or get transferred to some other team for a while. Some people really want to go meet with customers. Some people really want to go on site. Some people want to meet with vendors or go to a conference or go to a, a seminar or a boot camp to learn more skills, right? All of those can be both effective at motivating the employee and help make them more effective inside the company. And you never know what will really get people going. I had one friend who was a QA professional, right? He was doing quality assurance in the company and was not totally thrilled with the job, but loved his title. The company allowed him to pick what was on his business card and his business card said bug flogger. And he was inordinately proud of that. What did this cost the company? Nothing. Whatever you do, make sure you understand what the employee doesn't want to receive. I think companies spend enormous amounts of money on rewards and recognitions and motivators that don't motivate anyone. For example, say, oh, we're gonna have this big weekend get together. We're gonna do a team building exercise. We're gonna do these social outings. Well, for all the introverts out there that are in these companies, that is the thing they want least to do. Far from being a reward, this feels like punishment. So understand which of these things are gonna resonate with them and which are sort of unimportant or indeed negative. Rewards like employee of the month start to feel very generic after a short time and the, the, the appreciation of that wears thin. But you can do things that are unique and not very expensive that will really blow the socks off your employees. And by deploying those kind of things, what I call wow rewards, you can have impact far in excess of anything that you might expect. So a couple of examples that I found really effective. We had one project that just turned into a death march. The, the, the team was putting in long hours for quite a long time. It was a huge slog and they put in a, a heroic effort towards the end to get the project done, which they finally did. We got it out to the customer and I wanted to do something that showed that not only the company appreciated them, but that I appreciated them personally. And so rather than buying something, some trophy or some generic thing, I went and got a case of Red Bull and sliced up some wood, stained it, attached the empty Red Bull cans to it, sort of burned in, in a, with a wood burner, uh, you know, some information about the project that they'd been working on and handed them out to the employees. And the fact that this was something that I had taken a weekend doing by hand as CEO meant a huge amount to them. And I know it did because many years later, I still saw those awards sitting in people's offices, hanging on the sides of their cubicles when almost every other sort of more generic recognition had long ago gone into the recycling bin. Sometimes awards are something you buy, but have impact disproportionate to the amount you paid. Again, I had a couple of employees on a different project who had just done a stellar job. And we were talking about this and I wanted to sort of call them out for having put in a gold medal performance. But I didn't wanna give them some little cheapo medal. You know, what would really say this? And we had the brainstorm of going out and picking up a couple of one ounce gold coins, solid gold. And when we called them up, said, you guys have done a gold medal performance and handed them an actual hunk of gold 
you could just see it in their eyes. I don't think these people had ever seen a real gold coin in their life. They talked to me later about bringing it back, showing it off to their wife, kids, friends. They were blown away that we had given them this thing. Now, at the time, I think gold was running maybe $400 an ounce. So, you know, it wasn't nothing, but it was far less than giving them a raise. And the impact, the emotional impact that it had on these people far surpassed that. So that's really this last piece of advice is think about things that are unexpected and that go above and beyond, show personal interest and interaction in them. And those are the things that I have experienced in just bringing people in and making them absolutely loyal to the company and knowing full well that I deeply care about them and their success. Thanks for watching this episode. I hope you found something here that you can use with your team. And if you enjoyed it, please do the usual, like, subscribe, and ring that bell. If you're looking for more uh, content, I really suggest you go watch the episode on explaining options to your employees. They miss that boat so often. And if they really understand how good a thing they're getting, it can have huge impact. I also encourage you to listen to this as a podcast, get the newsletter, head over to feeltheboot.com for both of those. Take advantage of my office hours. Until next time, ciao.